Hi, welcome to my podcast. I'm Alyssa Bateman, and I would like to thank you for listening in. I hope you enjoy. So, on today's episode, we are going to talk about when I turned 18. Now, this isn't supposed to be a sad story or a story to make you feel bad for me. I'm just wanting to express on how I felt while turning 18 and how I went through it. Now, you know, I remember the day I turned 18. It was exciting. I was about to start driving to school and get my license. I start going to start college and have more responsibilities in life that I didn't know that I was going to have, but little did I know that my life was going to turn upside down more than it has when I started 2019. You know, how it started was, it was on a good note. Me and my family, we just hit our one year mark of of being together and being moved into this wonderful home that was brought, that we we bought, because we've always rented houses when I was growing up and so we finally bought this house and not rented it like we have been but you know it was beautiful two-story house with a nice backyard and a balcony that had the best view and the beautiful wash behind the wall and mountain I touched the sky and the sunset in the distance behind all those houses and the cabinets and the counters in the house were white. And the floor was just beautiful wood. And in the backyard, we had a pool and we had a trampoline. And a very beautiful patch of grass was an orange tree. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. And, you know, the counters in the house, they would sparkle in the light whenever the sun beamed down on it. It was such a beautiful house. And everything was going great. But then after a while, things started going under control. On February 23rd of 2019, the greatest role model of my life, my dad, passed away in a car accident in the car that he was coming home with to give to me. But something happened. I don't know the full story, but I asked not to because I wouldn't want to know. All I knew is that when he died in the car accident, it wasn't painful for him. He got to go home. And home, when I say that, I mean by heaven, where we all come from, is from the spirit in life. So this day didn't even feel real. So on the 19th of February, I lost two of my friends, Chase and Amante. So losing my father about a couple days after made my mental state more challenging and worse. It was really hard to get by. It was a really hard and dark place in my life because it was my senior year and I was already having a hard time anyways. 
And when I went to my friend's funerals, there were open caskets. And if you don't know what that means, it means that the funeral homes have... And not all funerals are like this. So the funerals that I had for Monte and Chase, there were open caskets. So when you walked in, they were all makeup and dressed nicely, laying in their caskets. You know, it's the one thing I wish I never happened because seeing your friend lay there so lifeless just changes your look on everything. Changes everything. Because you can see the scars of where they were hurt. Or things that you thought you never saw in a person. Seeing a lifeless person in the casket bed will change how you see things. I'm just really glad that my dad didn't have an open casket on his funeral because I would have cried more than I thought I would ever cry in my life. And quite frankly, if I saw my dad, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to see the pain that he left behind with those closed eyes. I missed a week and a half of school. And I missed a track... I missed my, and I was in track in high school. And the fact that it was my senior year really hurt because I really wanted to go back to school, but I couldn't because I had to be there for my brothers. And I had them calm down because after losing a parent, you can't just go back. It's really hard to do so. But I didn't make, miss a week and a half of school. I missed track practices, track meets. And I think an assembly, but I'm not really sure. And it hurt knowing that they're gone. These people that were really close to me in my life. You know, my friends Chase and Monte weren't so close to me. But I knew who they were. And I have had them in my life for a while. It took a long time for me to heal from it. Life was really crazy. And my boyfriend at the time, which I'm not going to name any names, was more and more starting to put weight on me. More and more abuse leading to it because of the toxic conversations we start having. We started to, you know, we, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends always play a fight, but we started to start play fighting, but more aggressive, you know. I thought I was in love with him by having him by my side because I just lost my father and I just lost some of my friends. And he was there for me. So I really thought that he loved me, but I realized that he didn't really care as much as I thought he was or thought he did. He having him by my side this whole time when really it wasn't love and I know that now, but it was a pain in the side of red flags and everything he put myself in, in my siblings. Always disrespecting my sister from her taking, I mean, her talking and being sassy. Yes, she's a young teenager. She's going to be sassy. She's going to talk back. But she was also 14, so it made no, and it, it made sense, you know, all teenagers are going through these hormones things, and they're going to snap back at you. It's just a teenage thing. I've even done it. 
after leaving, it put a toll on me, getting hate and rumors spread about me because of him. But that didn't get to me. I knew it was stronger, and I ignored him, and I ignored his, ignored his friends. Because I didn't need to focus on that. I needed to focus on my senior year, you know. I was going on my Disneyland trip in a couple of weeks after I broke up with him, and I was graduating. I was finally graduating from school that I grew up in, well, my high school. So I wasn't too worried. As the year got harder for me during school and not having my dad around, I got stronger, but um, along the way, I got more depressed also. Soon it became March, and it was a month since I lost my dad, and my family outside of my mom and brothers pushed it away. You know, some people in my family pushed away, not all of them. They're, we all were hurting, and at first I was confused because I didn't understand why the people that I loved would be treating me this way. And, you know, they're hurting too. It wasn't just, oh, your father's gone. I don't care. It's just like, that was your father. That was my brother. That was my son. That was my cousin. That was my uncle, you know. And, you know, I... Didn't take too much offense to it because I remember that they were there for me, you know. And although that's why it seemed like, and I, at the time I thought that they weren't there, I decided to do myself better. Tried getting myself out there. I got my grades better. Started studying harder than I ever have better chance to graduate and you know during track season I was also in basketball for the unified team and unified is a special needs co-parent not parent but co-student team mixture of boys and girls mainstream and in the special needs classes and soonly I found out that my basketball our basketball team at Poston which is the high school I went to, which, which is the high school I went to. I'm sorry for that. My basketball team went to the state championships, and it was the best news that I got. Unfortunately, we placed in six put, and we didn't continue, but it was so much fun. Getting to wake up early in the morning, knowing that you're about to see your team, about to have the best time ever. That long bus drive there and the long bus drive back, totally worth it. It was such an experience having my three best friends on the team travel with me to every game we've had, even before the senior year. Even though that our times as a senior were coming to an end, I don't regret it at all. Not even a single bit. You know, regarding back to school led on to the end of my senior year. Problem was my gay best friend, Noah. And it was amazing. Although it was a masquerade, but we didn't really wear our masks so much because there was a lot going on. And not only that, but Noah seemed to not really like the smoke machines that we had at our 
that at her prom. So we ended up leaving where the dance area was and just took a bunch of photos like we were celebrities that night. And we were. Got to go to my older sister's prom with her at her high school because she just broke up with one of her boyfriends before I have. And we were both wanting to go with someone. I went with Noah and she wanted to go with me because we don't know what our future holds in the beginning. Now, having the nights be one I'll never forget. All of them. My senior trip with, some, with the same best friends I had on my basketball team. We partied all night, riding on the rides, meeting Woody and Donald Duck. My feelings and sadness were cooling down as I was getting happier. Months turned into weeks, then into days until I graduated in May. Graduating was one of the best feelings I've ever had that year. Besides the trip to Disneyland, but you know... Who wouldn't have a fun trip at Disneyland? But I know as graduating means losing the people you grew up with and friends you know you wouldn't see in a long time. I knew it was coming, but it came too soon, and it vanished in my eyes. My friends faded, and I lost connections with the best people in my life. It's now the beginning of June, and I started off my summer hanging with my best friends that lived with walking distance from me, and we all grew up together. Seeing each other's dark side, traumas, and pain that we've all experienced together. But we held each other up no matter what. As we got more things through June, my father's family got more into the picture. And was as, like I said before, as, as I felt. And told us that our best decision that we can make was to move closer to them. And away from the house and the neighborhood we lived in. But that was the heart. That's the heartbreak that really broke me. Not really understanding much of anything because it came, even though it was a couple months, it just came in my face and I just thought of everything. I mean, this would mean moving away from the same neighborhood and city I've lived in and grew up since in for 14 years. I didn't want to move. None of us did. You know, that would mean moving a half hour away from friends or school my mom's parents, my grandparents, who were we were extremely close to. Every weekend we would go there and spend time with each other. The more info we got, the more it hurt. My brothers had to move schools again after they just moved to the school two years ago. But they didn't like it there. So I understand so this move really helped them. They were all in the same school, but moving to this new neighborhood and district were split them in half, you know, two at the younger school and two moved to the higher school. My world was spinning out of control, and I couldn't process these things. I wasn't really understanding much because I've never had this much information processed to me in one year and such short time. You know, the day that my dad's sisters and brothers came to the house, my uncles and aunts, they explained that to us, that we would be moving at the end of July and they have found a house for us to live in. I mean, my mom, my brothers, and I had to move in so that when we live in this house, that it would help us with um, a place for us to live and for us to pay, sorry, excuse me, for her to pay rent. 
you know, and it took a lot from us to process all that they were helping us with. Now, towards the month of us moving, I was looking forward to 4th of July. Having my mom's family go out into the boat that we have in California, San Diego, it was always a fun thing for us to do. You know, every year in California was so much fun having the breeze in my hair, forgetting a life that was forming back at home, no matter what year it was. On the trip, we went out to the boat from July 4th of July 6th, ended up becoming from July 4th to July 11th. We hotel hopped from San Diego to Los Angeles because, you know, we were exploring the environment and the beaches. And the best part about it is I had my one of my best friends, Erica, join me, who didn't go to Poston, which is my high school. She didn't go to Poston. She did go to Poston at one point, but moved and was doing homeschool, and I haven't seen her in a while, so took her along. And having someone to walk down the street of the hotel to the Starbucks for coffee in the morning, a friend to vent to and be with while on this uh, trip. And we also went to SeaWorld. But towards the end of the trip, I was ready to go home. It was starting to become too much. And we were all just tired and wanting to go back home and was beat by the sun, you know. Speaking of, I live in Arizona. We're at the state of the sun. Yet, when we go out of state to sunny California, we get burned. And as much sun as we get here, we just want to get away from the sun from somewhere else. So, July soon we ended in our new house. Our old house became empty. Echoing into the broken hearts of my family. Seeing the new house once before moving in, going from a 3.5 bathroom, 5 bedroom house to a 2 bathroom, 3 bedroom house and a 30 minute drive from home in Sandhan Valley, Arizona to East Mesa to our new home. It was hard for the adjustment, but so far I think it's brought us together. Moving in and it's all settling in for the first three weeks. I realized that things were changing more than they would. Something more along the lines. I became alone and very depressed. Getting nightmares. No motivation to do anything but cry and stay in my room and unpack my boxes. Which I'm still unpacking because it's hard for me still. Even though this was almost a year ago. My brothers changed, becoming more aggressive and sensitive to everything, along with my mom, stressing over bills, hurting as much as we are. I haven't seen my friends in months. Becoming more dark. It wasn't even wanting my birthday to happen, knowing that my dad was gone and my friends would be so far away, realizing that I found out since I moved on who my real friends were by how much they spoke to me, and it hurt. So many people used to talk to me daily and always say, hey, how you doing? Come to my house, hang out. Guys and girls. But moving kind of put a stop to that. And it really took effect on me. On I found out who was my real friend and who wasn't my friend because of it. But 
it doesn't hurt me. Because they're just doing me a favor. They're doing me a favor and not being my friend. Because why be friends with someone who's not going to stick with you throughout everything? You know? And the more and more that days passed, the more the darkness and pain hollowed into my heart. I started to cry each night. I wake up with anxiety or have disruptive sleep, causing me to wake up in panic. Being alone and losing more people. And being alone, never being allowed out the house much and not helping. I didn't know how to drive yet. So as I got closer to my birthday, so did the negative thoughts and the dark thoughts lurking and weighing me down. Started to ghost people. I started disclosing people because I didn't want to talk to them because I knew that I wasn't going to see them. And that I'd rather be alone than be hurt, you know, including my family. It scared me even because I couldn't do anything. It creeped closer and closer. I felt it creep down my spine like it was ice that's put down into your shirt. I thought of myself as depressed, no good, and forever alone, never going to see my friends anymore. The day of my birthday, I woke up and I wasn't happy. I was more irritated at the fact that I stayed up all night with my sister, counting down until I became an adult. But little did I know that every adult in my life was going to cram information, responsibilities, tasks, and judge me for every little thing. I've, you know, it hurt. And this is how I see it. You know, a lot of other people who may be listening to this or know me or other adults or people who are 18 or over 18 may see this a different way. But this is how I see it, you know. And... They would do, I feel like that they judged me for like, why haven't you moved out? You just graduated high school and you're 19. I'm like, I just lost my dad. I don't want to move away from the only parent I have left. I need that disclosure. I need to slowly detach myself from my mother because I'm not just going to leave that fast. Why haven't you gotten a job? It should be so easy. You know, it isn't when you have no experience and move half an hour away to a place that's isolated from good paying jobs. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is my excuse, but finding a job that you know you're going to succeed in is really hard. And, you know, me being really shy doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm exuberant and I'm hyper. I have ADHD, but I still get shy. Everyone gets shy at one point. It doesn't matter how big your smile is. Everyone has a pain, you know, that can get in the way with things like this. And, you know, and people are also saying, stop acting like a child and grow up. You're 18. You're an adult. You should know what you're doing. I barely got done with being a teenager. I'm still a teenager. Eight. Teen. I still got another year of teenage life before I'm 20, you know. And people are like, act your age, you should know, but I've never been my age before. And you can tell me all these things, but you gotta let me go out there. You gotta let me learn on my own. Because if you teach me, sure you can teach me. But if I teach a class full of kids one thing... They're all going to learn it differently, and they're all going to take it differently, and they're all going to 
experience it differently and teach to others in their own words. You see, they expected the adults in my life, they expected me to do everything right and then I have everything done wrong or have made mistakes about it before to be fixed. You know, throughout the day on my birthday, I got to grave my grandpa. My No, I got to have, sorry. I got to have my grandma and grandpa over and my mom's best friend, who I love like an aunt, Amanda Leeds, and her three amazing daughters. I got my favorite cake, red velvet, great hugs, and I didn't end too badly. On the 16th was on my dad's birthday, and we went to visit him in his spot. I cried and cried and laid in the spot, and I prayed to him. Miss him so much, too much, and I wish I could have said so much more to him, but I couldn't. Because he already have knew, you know. Later that day, my sister came over, and with my mom, we decided that my brothers and myself and I would go out of town in Phoenix. We went to Center Phoenix, and we went to this nice hotel just to stay in, watch TV. Chill out in a new place. We had a room with two TVs. And it was kind of a big space. You know, there's two sleeping spaces also. It was more like a living room and a big bed. And there was a pool outside. And it was so nice outside. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was just that nice, relaxing day. Got to relax. My sister and I, we went swimming with my brothers we stroked through the pool, the lawn pool, the hot tub. We got to just feel ourselves. Kumbaya. <laughs> but the next morning, we left the hotel, and we were going to the new park that was built up right before I moved away. But before, we were supposed to go to an interview for me. I didn't know what the interview was. All I knew was supposed to be for a fun water park. And... I dressed up for the part, and I made myself look good because, you know, I stopped by my house before going to this park because I was having a hard time with moving. And so we stopped by at home, and I got dressed. I put on my nice boots, my jeans, and a blouse, very beautiful blouse. It was orange. It was like a salmon-colored orange-pink. And I get in the car and I realize we're not, I'm not, I have no idea where we're going. I've never been to this park but once. You know, I didn't know I was going there yet. And then my sister told me to cover my eyes because, you know, there's a lot, because she said there's something that happened. And I'm like, is everyone okay? Because I don't like gory or violent things or I don't even like seeing people smoke. Like that hurts me. And I'm not even the one being affected. She covered my eyes. And I was starting to get scared and have an anxiety. And because I didn't understand what was happening. I had to close my eyes and walk through to through between tables and through lots of other things. Like they're between trees. And then she said, Here, I'm gonna give you to someone special. And I didn't I didn't understand. I didn't know who this was. But then we started walking. I knew exactly who it was, but I still had to ask. And I said, who is this? Is this someone I know? 
And it was my Aunt Casey. She was holding on to me. She was saying that. She was telling me how it was my special day, how it birthed me, how much she loved me. And I was clueless. I didn't understand anything that was happening. You know, we went to the, uh, through another block of tables, and I knew we were in the shade, and I heard a, people, like, walking in the grocks, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, because, you know, this park had a water park splash pad next to it with a giant dump bucket, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm about to be dumped by a water bucket for my birthday, because my family loves pulling pranks on me. You know, we got to the tables, and I opened my eyes, and it's my best friends. You know, there was two of my friends who couldn't go, who messaged me about a party earlier. But my mom made it very clear that we're too poor. We couldn't have a party. We couldn't do this. And that she's very sorry, and that the move was too much. But I didn't know it was a surprise party, you know. I had my best friends there. I had my friend Denise. Marvin, Quincy, Anastasia, Andy, Taylor, my sister. And I also had some other people that were there. My cousins, my uncles and aunts, Amanda Leeds, her kids. It was so much fun. And, you know, it wasn't even supposed to be a splash party. It was supposed to be just a party being at the park Hanging out with my friends at the playgrounds, you know. It was so much fun. I never had so much fun in my life, you know. And that says something, because I went to Disneyland this year. And I'll never forget this day, and it was my sister's idea. You know, she's not really my sister. She's my best friend for nine years. But I call her my sister, because she's been there through my parents' divorce, my father's death, my many birthdays. Lose losses of my friend, friends, and so much more. She's been there for everything that I could ever think of. Everything. And I wouldn't change up for a thing. You know, later that day, <laughs> we all went to the park and we were hanging out and we were walking around looking at the pond that they had. It was a huge pond. Ducks, geese, fish. It was super cool. And like I said before, the splash pad there had a giant dump bucket. And we had all my friends, including Quincy, who, you know, was wearing a button-down shirt. Very classy button-down shirt, you know. It was white. <laughs> Pants and jeans. Almost all of us were wearing pants, jeans, boots, and sneakers. And we all got under that bucket. And we waited for the water to dump on us. And it was fun. It was so much fun. Like, we, we were a bunch of kids, you know? We were a bunch of little kids playing at this water park. And all these adults and parents were like, oh, man. Look at these kids. They're having so much fun, you know. And even if there was parents who were like, oh, those kids are, like, too old. They shouldn't be doing that. But at least we were not drinking or smoking, you know. It's great. The kids are doing something. It's so much fun. And later that night, I had uh, 
my friend Anastasia, who was at the party. Her and I, we went home and we started playing Minecraft. <laughs> she went to my house, she stepped over, and this was the first time that I got to open up with her. Because, you know, she was one of my shy friends. And she was the youngest at my birthday, and next to that was me. The oldest of my friends was almost 20. And we were all hanging out. We're all hanging out at this party in the water. You know, we were all 20-year-olds. 19, 18, 20-year-olds playing at a water park for kids. And most of these kids were my cousins. And it was great. You know, um, when Anastasia and I were at the house, we were playing Minecraft and we were on the phone with a bunch of our other friends who didn't who weren't able to go to the party. Which I understand, you know, they're like they didn't have rides or things were up and you know, I didn't take that to offense at all because I understand. I just went through hella of things. A lot of things. You know, the day that that was supposed to be my dad's funeral, that was my friend Autumn's graduation party. Her birthday, like, her birthday slash graduation party. And then, like, the first week, I missed my track meet at my old high school. Because, and, you know, and I still call it my old high school. I went there for one quarter of my freshman year, you know. And a lot of people are like, why do you count that? You didn't really go there. And I'm like, no, I know I didn't go there. But... I have a lot of people I grew up with since fourth grade, you know, and so I consider it as an old school because I went there and I also went there for summer school after day programs, homecoming parades, middle schools will always go there as a field trip, you know, so I always called it my old school and I missed that. I missed the opportunity to see a lot of my friends I haven't seen in years, you know, but I wouldn't change it. I had to let myself grieve. I had to let myself out. You know, if I had to change anything about my senior year or when I turned 18, I wouldn't change anything. Not even a little bit. Because, you know, there was a lot of pain. There was so much pain. But I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know. And, yeah, I was in pain. I was crying. I was so hurt. But if it weren't for this hurt, I would still be in that bad relationship. I would still be friends with people who never cared about me. And I wouldn't be the person I am today. So, since I've been 18, I've learned to love myself. I've learned to become stronger, and I have also learned that no matter what I do, I can do anything as long as I put myself to it. Hi, I really hope that you enjoyed my podcast. I hope that you enjoyed so much that you listen to my next episode. I will be posting every Friday and Wednesdays. 
maybe sometimes in between. Depends on what I want to talk about and what I want to express myself. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please listen out and hear us from our next podcast. I love you all. Have a nice day or night or whatever you are. Just remember to smile and that I love you.